This is Golf Talk Canada, Canada's only nationally syndicated golf talk radio and TV program. Presented by Acura, precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sakino and Bob Weeks. Good morning, live from the TSN Palace headquarters here in Agent Palace. Court, Ontario. This is Golf Talk Canada. Hello, everybody. Bob Weeks here. Uh, we're going to check in with Mark Sakino in a little bit, but co-hosting today, producer Adam Scully. Now, have you not co-hosted a whole show before? I have. Several. I was going to say, I yes. thought you had. I thought We you did. We together, talking. you and I, last year, did, I want to say, three or four, and I co-hosted, I think, two with Mark last okay, year We were going to have Mark on the phone, but it's like, you know... It's early. Early o'clock at, yeah. at uh, where he is. He's at Pebble Beach, and we will check in a little bit later in yeah. the program uh, to give us an update on what's going on in his adventures down there on the Monterey Peninsula. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a busy show. We've got a lot going on Tons. here today. And, of course, the Olympics are on. So it was funny. I drove in in the parking lot this morning, and usually when we come in, you know, about 6.30, 7 o'clock, there's, you know, a smattering of cars out there. But it's, like, jammed out there because we got a full... Uh, Full staff load here uh, covering the Olympics. And it's a, it's an exciting time. Yeah, I was the same thing. I was like, why are there so many people here? Why are the TV studio lights on? And yeah. then, of course, there's uh, there's women's hockey on right now. There's uh, We had a little curling this morning. Yeah, Canada won in mixed doubles, which is great. So they're, right. they're doing well in that as well, which is They are into the exciting. playoffs already. Yes. John Morris and Caitlin Laws, yes. and uh, that's good. Always Canada has never... In, in any curling competition we've had in the Olympics, Canada has never failed to medal. So wow. a lot of pressure on there to make sure you like get, get to, uh, to the podium mm-hmm. out there. Uh, and we'll have an interesting story a little, in a little bit about, uh, about some, um, some Olympic and golf yes. crossover, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. We can do that. And we've got a big show here today. We are going to hear from the great one. Yes, Wayne. Who, yeah, who is uh, playing out at Pebble Beach with his future, uh, future son-in-law, yeah. the uh, father of his grandfather. Sons. He's got two sons, I think. Yes. That's right. River. And, uh, yeah, so we'll yep. hear from him. We'll also hear from um, from the uh, lefty, Phil Nicholson, who's in the hunt mm-hmm. out at Pebble Beach. Pebble mm-hmm. Beach is uh, probably one of my favorite golf course, golf tournaments. And it seems like for some of the players now, it's coming back a little bit as well because it's never been, it wasn't always the best one. You know, it's long days and you're playing with amateurs yeah. and sometimes yeah. the weather can be a little bit hit or miss, but they've had perfect weather out there. And, uh, and right now we've got uh, DJ and Bo Hostler. Uh, at the top of the leaderboard, this will be the third day where they get to. Now they'll have everyone will have played all three mm-hmm. of the of the golf courses, and, and then they and they all play Pebble on Sunday. But as you were saying, with slow play, uh, as as Phil says a little later on uh, in the interview, it's sort of it's a tournament where you you sort of you know what you expect is coming coming in because it's going to be a five and a half to six hour round. Having said that, we did see some slow rounds a couple weeks ago with the whole J.D. Holmes fiasco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I guess the guys are used to it by now. But it's certainly at least watching it. Uh, you know, on on TV, it, it seems like a pretty cool event to be yeah. at and to watch. Anyway, it's been a busy week, so let's go to some news and headlines. News and headlines is brought to you by Cedar Bray Golf Club, premier golf in a perfect natural setting close to home. Limited memberships are still available for 2018. Don't be shut out. Visit cedarbraygolf.com today. So we had some news involving Dustin Johnson yes. uh, this week. Some big news and some good timing, obviously. Great uh, timing. DJ is the latest brand ambassador for the Royal Bank. They've signed a three-year deal with uh, with Dustin Johnson. He's now wearing a little shield on his uh, sleeve, and he's got the he's got it also on his uh, golf bag. Uh, he will play. Uh, Obviously, the RBC Canadian Open and also the RBC Heritage, which mm. is in, in his home state. 
mm. uh, in Carolina, down there, South Carolina, and he has not played there since 2009. Of course, it's the week after the Masters. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So it's never the most perfect timing, but uh, but obviously he's going to play now. He's mm. also going to appear in some advertising. They're going to make use of him with some client entertainment and stuff. So it's a it's a big deal, obviously, to sign the number one golfer in the world. And it's a it's a huge deal, as you said, for us here in Canada to have him at the RBC Canadian Open. Um, and as as we spoke about uh, a little earlier, uh, we had Dustin on on our Golf Talk Canada Christmas special, and he spoke about how much how fond he was or is of Glen Abbey. So to have him playing at the RBC Canadian Open going forward is just huge for golf in our country, really. Yeah, he's come close to winning that tournament uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He hit one into the on the 17th yeah. hole. He was leading at and Glen he Abbey. So far, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wasn't even really on the ballpark. No. no. Uh, the Ontario Golf Hall of Fame announced a cup, uh, their slate of inductees. Some good names here. Terrell Samuel, good old uh, Western Golf oh, and Country Club member. Warren Crosby, who was a long-time really? professional at uh, Bayview. Yep. Wow. There you go. So you I, 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 I should have read my notes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't well, know that. That's awesome. Good morning. <laughs> good for Cross. That's amazing. Yeah. Dave Bunker, who is a legendary wow. okay. uh, amateur golfer who kind of got caught his stride later on with the, with the mid-am. And Wayne Redshaw, who has uh, been the longtime golf reporter down in uh, the Niagara Peninsula there. He's the Lauren Rubenstein Award winner. Oh. So they'll be going in on May 2nd up at uh, Wooden Sticks. So it should be a uh, uh, a nice event. And it's all f- some worthy, worthy people there. Wow, that, so. that's amazing. Uh, Warren, that's ama- I, I really should have read my notes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Warren Crosby, he was, uh, when I was growing up at Baby Country Club, he was he was the head pro there. And yeah. and uh, he always said, uh, well, ad man, how's it going today? So <laughs> so that he gave me that nickname. Um, and a funny story, or a cool story, uh, when I was in Ireland uh, over three years ago now, I actually played... Royal Port Rush, which is hosting the 2019 Open, with my dad Warren Crosby and uh, Dustin Kurtaylor, who's the the head the pro baby now. now. Right, so, yeah. uh, a very cool uh, cool thing, and it was awesome to be with him in Ireland as well. So, a very well deserved honor for him because he's he's helped develop so many, uh, you know, great pros around uh, around the country. Yeah, in addition to being uh, working at at, at uh, Bayview, he uh, was also the president of the, of the PGA of Canada yeah. for a number of years, yeah. and is still involved there yep. actually on the Hall of Fame committee. So, mm-hmm. good for Cross, mm-hmm. good for Dave Bunker, Terrell Sam. Wayne Redshaw, congratulations to you all. Um, the Olympics, I just wanted to mention that uh, we did have, with the Olympics going on, we still had a little bit of a golf theme there yeah. to watch the opening ceremonies. Uh, two top Korean uh, women golfers were involved. Mm-hmm. Sari Pak helped bring the flag in. And uh, one of the final carriers of the torch... Which is which is a huge honor for the Olympic Games, isn't In it? In B Park, who was yeah. a gold medal winner, of course, yeah. at golf's debut yeah. at uh, Rio in 2016. Hard to believe that's like two years ago, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah, she is a rock star in in South Korea, and yeah. so obviously her uh, you you could see that by by where she got to the giving, getting close with the torch up to the uh, the cauldron. Yeah. So she yeah. didn't light the cauldron, but she's obviously a well uh, regarded athlete over there. Um, remember the streaker last week? <laughs> who doesn't? That's amazing. <laughs> so, of course, there was a streaker who ran out onto the 16th hole and, uh, and decided to play. He did First of all, he did a little break dancing in the yeah. fairway. Then he did some uh, playing in the bunker. Yeah. Well, uh, the streaker um, spent just spent five days out of jail. He just got out of jail. <laughs> he got fined $1,500, and uh, he lost his job, by the way. So that's not, not a good thing to do. Uh, he was an area bartender. That's uh, That was his job. And... Uh, uh, his name is Adam Stalmack, by the way, and he's obviously um, <laughs> he, he was caught caught on the video. That's the best part about it. But he and he got out there for quite a while. Which is which is the funny thing. Like, how do you get? How, there's so much security out there. How can you get out there for as long as he was just doing what he was doing? But question: Have you ever been on that hole yeah, itself? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's. 
it seems like such an like it's so different for golf, right? To see that sort of atmosphere. Uh, there's a couple guys who were actually in the newsroom at TSN who went, and they were just saying it was such a wild experience. And you you'd see some wild things there because they've they serve all day so who knows what you'll see you yeah know? i mean it kind of got out of hand i think this year i don't know if we reached a tipping point like there were a number of players who were saying the comments were getting a little bit more yeah uh, uh, derisive and, uh, okay and, and they were kind of getting a little nastier yeah uh jeff ogilvy's wife sent out a tweet saying that it's not just the 16th because they start there but then they get loaded up and they walk around all over the golf right. course 17 is getting yeah pretty crazy and and she said you know it's 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 like what we sort of had a little bit of it last year at the President's Cup. Right. You and I were both there. Yes. Some really negative comments and stuff. Too. So uh, maybe there's time to kind of maybe bring back the, the booze mm-hmm. serving a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they make a lot of money off that. Now, now, and obviously that tournament ended in a playoff last week with Gary Woodland winning. Why don't they go back to 16? Is it some for the playoff? Is it something because I all the people have cleared out I think by, by that, that time, lots of people yeah. have cleared out. And so, you know, most reasons why they keep playing 18 is because it's easier to move two golfers than right. 10,000 fans, point. right? So yeah. that's that's why they usually cool. do that all the time. Yeah. Uh, one more, one more quick uh, Olympics-related note. Interesting story. So, so uh, Canada's two bobsled pilots, uh, Justin Cripps and Chris Spring, were training out in Whistler, where of course the track is. Uh, and in the off season this year, their coach decided it would be really good training for the mental training to learn how to play golf. Of course. And he got the inspiration. Their coach got the inspiration by listening to an interview of Danny Willett, who had just won the Masters at that point. He was on uh, uh, the Dan Patrick show. And and Dan Patrick said, isn't it like, don't you feel incredible pressure when you're standing over a five-feet putt and there's 10,000 people standing around you? And he said, no, no, no. He says, that's easy. He says, I've learned to shut that all out. So tweak. He said, well, let's, let's see if we can get our, our pilots to kind of get that same mental space where they shut everything else out and they're able just to focus on driving the... Uh, the, the bobsleigh. Yeah. And I love this one. Chris Spring says that driving a golf ball is tougher than driving a bobsled. <laughs> I don't know if there'd be many people in the world who would agree with that. But the two of them played in an event on the Vancouver Golf Tour this year, which is, you know, the, I don't know what you call it, but it's like the Great Lakes Tour yep. here in Ontario. It's yep. kind of the, the next level down from, from the McKenzie Tour. And some good players on there, like Adam Hadwin's played on yep. there and Nick Taylor's played yep. on there. And they played in that to try and focus and get their focus dialed in. Wow. Uh, so interesting interesting training on that. Well, it's, it's always funny to talking to people who are, you know, maybe newer into golf, newer into playing golf, and, you know, they watch it on TV and they think, wow, that just looks so easy. And then they put, you know, get a club and a ball and it's like, holy crap, this is the hardest <laughs> thing ever. And and it's that, that's a very unique uh thing to help your focus that's i'll have to watch them out for sure yeah different different kind of uh, focus different kind of training yeah and as you said for people who are golfers it, it you know you would never think yeah. hitting a golf ball would be harder than driving a bobsled but we've never driven a bobsled so. well and how about that comment from danny willett saying he's he's blocked all that out so hopefully yeah he can get his game back at some point danny's uh danny's working with sean foley now yes got into the into that camp so good. it's good for him all right, when we come back after the break, we're going to hear we're going to go down to uh to uh Pebble Beach and we're yeah. going to hear from uh, our buddy Mark Zacchino. This time it'll be on tape. We'll get him live when he wakes up in a little <laughs> bit, but uh, we're going to talk to uh Phil Mickelson yes. and we're going to talk to Wayne Gretzky who is I'm dubbing it this week. He is part of Team 100. Oh. Cuz you got 99 and you got the number 1 golfer in the world. So that adds I like up that. There to you 100. go. That's Strong. coming up uh when we come back on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC was brought to you by Acura. Precision crafted performance. Acura, celebrating 30 years in Canada. Visit Acura.ca for the 2018 lineup and dealership incentives.
This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, the uh, Olympic opening ceremonies edition. Mm. Uh, we're kicking off the Olympics, Winter Olympics, no golf in the Winter Olympics, too bad. Uh, that, that, but, that would be a sight to see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a little thing on the LPGA Tours uh, website this week asking a bunch of players what sport they would like to play if they were oh. in the Olympics or what discipline they would do. And um, there was, uh, Elena Sharp was in there. She was interesting. She uh-huh. had a few, uh, she had a few interesting things to say. Most of them took the easy way out. They said like skiing yeah. or figure skating or something like that. There was nobody who said skeleton. I think we'll have to ask Mark Zucchino that very question. <laughs> That's a good idea. Just on his toes without, without prepping him or anything. Just <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, nice segue there. Thank you. Uh, uh, Mark is down at, uh, at Pebble Beach and that's why he's not on here with us live. It's Adam Scully, producer Adam Scully and myself, Bob Weeks. We are going to, um, hear from some of the combatants down there at uh, Pebble Beach. And, of course, this started as known as the Clambake. It was Bing Crosby's event as a pro-am, and, uh, and it has always been sort of celebrities. This is, the one I th- this is the one I think you think of most when you think of golf and celebrities. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. They play on three courses. Not everyone in the field, not all the amateurs are celebs. Some of them are business titans and uh, CEOs, uh, that CEOs sort of and that kind of thing, and some politicians. Condoleezza Rice is mm-hmm. in there. And, uh, Mayor, former Mayor Bloomberg is, is oh. playing uh, from New York. Uh, anyway, uh, but but uh, there is some good golf going on. Phil Mickelson, who has won this before and came close, this is probably as close as he got a couple of years ago to winning this. Had a left a putt short on the last hole mm-hmm. to get into a playoff. Uh, but Lefty is uh, right up there again. He's nine under. He's just three back. And our uh, Mark Sakino had a chance to chat with him after the round. Phil, that was a fun day, fun to watch. Uh, solid from tee to green and, and made some putts as well. Is that as uh, good as it's been for a while? It was, it, it was a fun day, and I love Monterey Peninsula. The fairways are wide, and they feel pretty easy to hit. And uh, I've hit, hit a number of fairways and was able to make a lot of birdies. It's fun to be in the mix. It's fun to go over to Pebble Beach now, play two rounds on the weekend, knowing that I have a chance and, and being in the thick of it. It's just uh, it's a fun place to play well. Well, I'll jump ahead because that was going to be my final question. The fact that you're nine under par in the hunt, and you get to go pebble back to back. You think that's a bit of an advantage considering now that you've put yourself in position that you have that in front of you? I don't think it's an advantage because I've played the course Monterey here that uh, it's probably the, the easiest to go low on. I think pebble's a little bit tougher because the greens are a little firmer and smaller. But if you play well, the golf, you know, you can birdie and, and score low on all three. And I just uh, love the feeling and the ambiance of playing pebble. I love the uh, beating in the hunt, uh, playing that golf course, and I get to play two rounds now. It's fun. I just want to go back to number seven. Obviously, there's a lot of highlights we could talk about today, but seven, you're, you're excuse me, six, the par five, the only par five on that side. You're third, uh, negotiating that ridge that dissects the green. Uh, you went through the back door. Was that always the play? Was that the only play there for the third? Well, it's the uh, much higher percentage play because if I get cute with that ridge, it could easily come down. Uh, if I try to just creep it over the top, there's a huge backstop there. And if uh, I didn't need to spin it, I just needed to hit it high enough up on the hill that it would come all the way back down to the hole. My partner had just done the exact same thing. And uh, the idea from the fairway was to get it far enough up so I have an angle straight up the green to use that backstop in the third to uh, make it a lot easier. So that was the, the play even from the, from the fairway, you know, 250 yards back. That was the idea. 
uh, before I let you go, are you having as much fun as you're looking like out there? Because I even saw you poking a little bit with Colton on uh, some of the tees when you guys were, uh, I love that when he hit the three wood on the short par four, he said, cute. <laughs> I, I am having fun. <laughs> I mean, Colt is one of the best smack talkers on tour. He has my number for sure. And, and every, anytime I can get a little jab in here or there, it always makes me feel good. But this environment here, you have to embrace the fact that it's going to be a slow day. We're going to play. It's going to take a little while, but enjoy the people you're with. And I've got great partners and it makes for a, a fun special day and this tournament is very unique it's unique from what we have on tour so enjoy it enjoy the fact that we get to interact with some very special people great playing good luck the rest of the way going to be fun to watch you on the weekend thank you and there is phil mickelson with our mark Sacchino, and uh phil is uh phil is playing some good golf you know it's it's interesting to watch and hear that last comment about trying to just manage your time a little bit because mm-hmm. you know it's going to be long and you mm-hmm. can accept it which is different i think than sometimes on the pga tour even though we've had a lot of slow play this year um you know guys are expecting to play fast here i don't think you expect to play fast absolutely and and uh you know as we talked about earlier with phil he's had a lot of success at pebble beach he's won four times the last time was back in 2012 when he uh came back from six shots to beat one tiger woods to win this event so it's good to see his game rounding back into form it's hard to believe that he hasn't won since the 2013 open championship isn't it yeah that stat that uh, that we keep throwing out um, about uh, having t- uh, Tiger having won more recently than Phil is always it's crazy, always amazing yeah. to me, yeah. always amazing to me. Well, and it was crazy yesterday watching his round. He shot, he shot four, three under, yeah, three under on his front nine, and he missed two putts inside of six feet. Wow, that yeah, was. Uh, he is not doing all that well in the amateur portion of this competition, the pro am portion. Um, Phil and his partner, uh, they are tied at. Uh, for, T33 at this point. They did move up yesterday. They had a, a net 63. And the top 25 make the cut. Top so. 25 get to play on, yeah. on Sunday. Of course, yeah. they still have uh, Pebble to play. Yes. All right. One of the amateurs in the uh, field is uh, one of the best-known athletes in Canada, if not the best-known athlete. He was the guy who lit the torch in Vancouver yes. back in 2010. After that... Uh, Odd truck ride <laughs> yeah, through the rain yeah, yeah. in the back of the pickup truck. Yeah. That was a little bit yeah. strange, that one. Uh, of course, he is the great one. He is Wayne Gretzky, and he was talking to Mark Zacchino. Mark Zacchino here at the six-hole Monterey Peninsula Country Club with Canadian royalty. 99, the great one. A uh, gentleman I had on my wall as a kid, and I think every Canadian did. Wayne, this has got to be a special day, a special uh, week to get to go around here with world number one now, Dustin Johnson. You having fun? We're having fun. Um, you know, Dustin's playing, obviously, he plays well all the time, and he's such a great player. But more importantly, we're having a wonderful time. Uh, both Dustin and Jordan are fun to play with. This is, our, I think, our fourth time that we've played together. Um, <clears throat> but Dustin's lighting it up today. He's playing exceptionally well. Jordan's playing well too, so it's fun, you know, it, it, it's fun, but it's hard because people anticipate and expect and think that you can play at a level that's not close to what these guys can do. Um, I was teasing them both today that I was going to get them out at Madison Square Garden and they can play left wing with me one day for a shift, and, you know, that's, that's how relative it is, you know, they're the best in the world, and more importantly, they're both good kids, and, uh, it's been fun. Um, it's hard. <laughs> I, I can't lie to you. It's really hard. But you know what? The people are nice, and uh, we're, we're having a great time. 
I was with Dustin in Carlsbad at the TaylorMade facility mm. back in December, and I asked mm. him. He knew I was from Canada, so mm. he knew there was a Wayne Gretzky question coming. So yeah. I said, okay, so DJ, who's got the better shot? You, uh, Wayne with you off the tips at Shinnecock in the U.S. Open later this year, yeah. or you on the on, on maybe on one of the sides with Wayne with the puck dropping? And yeah. he, he started laughing. He looked at me and says, I don't like either one of our yeah. chances. Is that, is that accurate? <laughs> That's pretty pretty much the truth. I keep teasing him. I'm going to get you on skates. But you know what? At the end of the day, the greatest thing about this game is that we can all try to compete and play and see how we do against the greatest players in the world. In no other sport you can do this. You can't do it in baseball, hockey, football. In golf, um, you get an opportunity in an event like this that started years ago with all the people that started this event. It's fun, but let me tell you something. It's hard because, you know, these two kids, they draw the most people. Uh, you know, we have 20, 25,000, 30,000 people every hole because everyone wants to see Jordan Spieth and everyone wants to see Dustin Johnson. And they're special. They're, they're really unique and they're really good. Um, and more importantly, they're, they're good to us, you know, like Jake and I are having fun. And, you know, if we had a bad shot, we'd pick up our ball. Um, like I said, we're 16 under as a team, and I think Dustin's 14 under on his own ball. <laughs> <laughs> well, Wayne, before I let you go, uh, Freddie Albers was telling me that you were re really excited with your opening birdie yesterday yeah. over at uh, Spyglass, that it's yeah. the first time you ever birdied that whole long distance. Yeah, I hit about a 40-footer. Um, I think the best I've ever shot on that hole is maybe six or seven, a par five. And I made a putt. My caddy gave me three feet left. Dustin said it was uh, straight, so I went with the number one player in the world, and I made the putt. So it was one of those <laughs> lucky, lucky putts. Wayne, thanks so much for your time. And, re and remember, no matter how good these guys are, they didn't score five yeah, goals in the right, 39th right. game there to get go. 50, because I remember that. Okay, there you go. All right, thank you. God bless. And there is uh, Wayne Gretzky with uh, with our Mark Zucchino. As I said, that's uh, Team 100. Got number one <laughs> in the world that. and number 99 that's playing fantastic. together, and they're uh, doing pretty well. They are uh, T5 in the Pro-Am portion of this competition. All right, when we come back, it's time for a little fun, a little adventure, a little uh, seriousness, a little nonsense. It's Winners Weird and What, coming up after this break. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by TaylorMade and TwistFace Technology. Experience straight distance from TwistFace, only in the new 2018 M3 and M4 drivers. Visit TaylorMade.ca for more information or to book your custom fitting today. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zucchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Bob Weeks along with Adam Scully, the producer extraordinaire here for Golf Talk Canada. And uh, Mark Sakino will join us a little bit later. He is out at the Monterey Peninsula handling duties for yeah. uh, PGA Tour Radio, doing some play-by-play. And, of course, it's a little bit earlier out there, so we let him sleep in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, filling in admirably here this morning Thank you. is our uh, producer, Adam Scully. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, at this time of the show, you know what we do every week? We have some fun. We do. It's winners, weird, and what? And I have the tea. 
So, so what do I do? Just aim for the pond? No, you're not supposed to hit it into the water. But you hit it into the water. I know I hit it into the water. Well, why do they even have water if you're not supposed to hit it there? Because it's fun! We're having fun! Look, it went further than your ball! Uh, yes. Never <laughs> never a dull moment. I love, I love those guys. Anyway, uh, my winner this week is not Dustin Johnson. Oh. Although Dustin Johnson is uh, could be a winner this week. He could, he could be. be a winner pretty much every week, right? Yeah. I mean, the guy is so good. But it's Dustin Johnson's father. Oh. So yesterday in the post uh, post round interview, Dustin Johnson was saying how uh, you know he played well, shot 64, he's leading the tournament or tied for the lead in the tournament. Um, but he also revealed that that wasn't the best athletic feat of the day. Oh. His father rolled a perfect game in bowling. Now I don't know. I'm not a wow. big bowler, but I uh, I understand that bowling that's pretty pretty wow. tough. That's 12 straight strikes, right? I that's that's impressive. So Scott uh, Scott Johnson, that's uh, Dustin's dad. Yeah. Uh, his parents have split up and don't talk to each other apparently, but I guess he keeps in touch with both of them. And mm-hmm. uh, Dustin is also not a bad bowler. He was asked about it. He said, "You know, it's great that my dad rolled a perfect game. Uh, it's not even his first one. Apparently, he's done six, done it six or seven times. Imagine that. Uh, that's unbelievable." Now, DJ revealed that he has actually come close. In fact, he re- he rolled eleven strikes in a row, and then he hit the gutter ball. Oh. Well, he didn't hit a gutter ball. He <laughs> yeah, yeah, did yeah. knock down all twelve pins. So he's come close. He bowled a two ninety two. That's a pretty good score. That's impressive. Well, they always say that DJ is a freak in nature as of an athlete. So I guess his father. It's uh, you know the fruit don't fall far, as they say. You know one of the interesting things. Uh, one of the first times I met Dustin and we uh, we did an interview. After the interview, he shook my hand, <laughs> and he has the biggest mitts I've <laughs> ever seen. Like like it was like shaking someone's hand who got a hockey glove on. Yeah, that's how big his hands he's, are. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's he can he can hold the, the basketball. He can uh, he can palm it right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah he can just palm that's it right, impressive. Yeah. Uh, my weird this week involves uh, Rory McIlroy and it's yes. not his bad putting which we'll get into yes, shortly. Very shortly. This one involves a race car race. <laughs> so the uh, the TV show known as the Grand Tour, formerly known as Top Gear, it was actually it, it, I'm not sure if it is anymore because it's on Amazon right now and it's still I mean it's still a popular show but it used to be the number one show in the world. More people watch Top Gear than any other television really? show in the world at, at its height. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they went through some troubles with the hosts and everything. But they're back. They're on, uh, they're on Amazon. Uh, and so they had two guests on to do a little race. And it was Rory McIlroy against Paris Hilton. Wow. <laughs> now, Paris Hilton's pretty badass in the car. I got to tell you that. <laughs> I watched the episode. I watched the episode in the uh, uh, last night, and it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Paris Hilton has, uh, like, this... Custom-made Lamborghini. Yeah, it's all pink oh, and everything. Strong. Uh, so she's pretty. She she rocks it pretty good. But yeah. uh, they what they did was they did a race, and they it was around a track that was built on an old uh, airport uh, or Air Force base, I guess. Oh. And they they go around it in this. Uh, I think it's in a Porsche. And they they didn't go race each other together at the same time. Oh, okay, so that would have so been so, interesting. Yeah, so they have a little safety there, so they just yeah. try to see who can go faster. Yeah. Um, now, before I tell you who won, uh, I will tell you this. They asked Rory McIlroy some questions about his car. Uh-oh. The first thing he did, apparently when he was 16, as soon as he got his driver's license, he bought a BMW because he thought that was cool. Of course. A, a one series. And then when he won his first golf tournament at 19, he got a big whacking paycheck, and he bought a Ferrari with it. Wow. Now, at 19... Can you imagine what the insurance would be? Like? Oh my, yeah, that'd be out of this world. Twenty-five thousand dollars. 
That's what he paid. That's what he paid in insurance. I guess it's worth it. Yeah, thousand dollars for Ferrari. Even he was embarrassed when he was telling the story. Anyway, wow. to make a uh, a long story somewhat shorter, uh, Rory actually went around the track a little bit faster Rory. than than Paris Hilton. So good, on uh, uh, good for Rory McIlroy. He won that. Good on him. Um, my what this week is uh, what is on Bill Murray's pants. Yes. <laughs> we Excellent what's question. What's going on with them, right? Yeah. So we all know Bill Murray loves to dress up and he's worn some crazy outfits. Oh, yeah. Uh, now he's trying to take advantage of it a little bit. So he's trying to bring back bell bottoms. And so he's launched a fashion line with his brothers called Bill's Bells. <laughs> and they are big bell bottom pants. I don't know if you were, you're probably too young to remember nah, bell bottom yeah, pants I'm unless they come I'm back in, in fashion. Yeah. But, well, he uh, might he, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he was wearing them. And on Thursday, he was wearing a, a pattern design that had uh, peonies, the flower peonies, oh, wow. his mother's favorite, yeah, and trains. So he called the design Lucy the Caboosey. And uh, right now, right now, you can't actually buy them. But what they're trying to do is crowdsource, get some funding for it with a, uh, there's a special clothing kind of crowdsourcing platform called Beta Brand. Uh, and you can go there if you want to uh, put some money up, and if the thing flies, you'll actually get a pair of pants. So uh, good for Bill for bringing back the bell bottoms, or maybe not. <laughs> All right, wow. Mr. Scully, you have the tea. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Bell bottoms, that'd be quite a look, that's for sure. Now, my winner this week... So Jason Day has won recently on the tour. Yes. But he's not my winner this week for that reason. Uh, he's my winner this week because his partner this week is none other than the host of The Bachelor, ah. Chris Harrison. So <laughs> as those who follow me on social media know that I am an avid fan of The Bachelor yes. series. Uh, it's great television. It's vulnerable. It's fantastic. And uh, so he uh, he is his partner. Chris Harrison is a 10 handicap. Yeah. He can hold his own. They have a little bit of work to do. They're currently tied for 22nd. 25 teams make the cut. So, But it's it's great to see uh, J-Day partner with him. Uh, Jason Day's wife, Ellie, not too pleased that she couldn't make it this week because she is unfortunately ill. She is a massive fan of the Bachelor series. So the two yeah. the two biggest fans of the Bachelor that well three biggest. Not I'm not including you in this, but because <laughs> you're probably just as big. But uh, Ellie Day, yeah, and Jessica Hadley, yes, yes. The two of them, if you if you have them follow them on Twitter while the Bachelor's on, it's like a running commentary. It's hysterical, absolutely hysterical. Oh well, it's always must see TV, and it's really stupid TV, but it's amazing. Uh, my weird this week, we mentioned Rory. McElroy driving cars. He drives cars very well. Doesn't putt so well. Wow. You know, he uh, he was putting. He was from just off the green on uh, the fifth hole yesterday for Eagle. And he left with a double bogey. <laughs> so amazing. He, yeah, he, he lagged it from just off the green uh, to about seven feet. And from there, he forejacked, which is pretty impressive. Now, for him, it was his 8,462nd hole of his PGA Tour career, his 10th four putt. Tenth. So yes, that's it's a crazy number to think that he's played that many holes on tour. Yeah, but that he's had four, that he's had ten four putts. That's amazing, isn't it? Because a four putt's hard. Now you could understand, like it's actually this one was actually a five putt, except that it, doesn't it was count off because the, the exactly. ball was just off the a technicality. Green. Yeah, and the first putt, you know, it's from a thousand feet. And it was a pretty it was. good. The first putt was pretty good. It wasn't bad, but the back and forth was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, like he wasn't marking his ball. He was jamming it by the hole too. It wasn't. He wasn't lagging it for, uh, or he wasn't. Uh, you know, for, for pacing, he was just blown it right by there, which was crazy. But was dad watching, by the way? Yeah, his dad's sort of, what are we doing here, yeah. son? Yeah, but it was, he had 38 putts in his second round, the second oof, most oof. in any PGA Tour round of his career. His most was the second round of the 2010 Open when he had 39, Ooh, which sounds boy. like one of my rounds, which is uh, a little crazy. Uh, my what this week, uh, what's going on on the Web.com Tour? 
Yeah. So uh, Julio Bell had a sponsor's exemption. He's played golf for five years. He's 52 years old. And uh, he shot what uh, maybe some amateurs would shoot, and that was uh, 93 in his first round. And in the second round, triple digits. Wow. 105. So some guys on tour a little uh, PO'd about this. That, uh, you know, we've seen other sponsors' exemptions. You know, Steph Curry, who held his own. Tony Romo in the past as well. Uh, but Julio the Machine Bell. Yeah. Now, Julio is a, is a well-known boxer yes. in Colombia. He's, he's like a noted athlete yes. up there. So I'm sure they brought him to Tobin to draw some attention, but not for this reason. <laughs> not for that reason. So he's gotten a lot of, there's a lot of flack on tour or on Twitter, you know, towards the web and that sort of thing to have this sort of, you know, this guy out there. And, you know, he's obviously not a very good golfer or not a professional golfer in that sense. So just a very strange story for sure. He, he put a note out too uh, on social media sort of defending himself and sort of saying, hey, listen, I've been, I've been working at this for five years and I've been working really hard. Do, can you say the same? And I'm thinking, like, well, well, maybe you should work a little hard before yeah. we kind of put you on this platform. Yeah, before, but. yeah, before you play it in front of these crowds, and you're playing with pros who are, you know, grinding for a living, and this guy's shooting 93, 105. Really weird. Yeah, I don't really have weird. a big problem with people. You know, people always say, "Oh, well, you're taking up a spot in the field and sponsor yeah. exemptions." Like there was some outcry this week about Mike Weir at Pebble Beach taking oh, really? up a spot, but he shot 67 yesterday. By the way, Mike yeah. Weir, so that's a good Where round. But uh, but I just think that you know they. The sponsors' exemptions are there for a reason, yeah. and they're there not necessarily to give, you know, they're there to draw tr- crowds, especially mm-hmm. on something like mm-hmm. the web.com mm-hmm. tour, so mm-hmm. I don't mind. I don't think it's that bad, do you? No, no, and especially a guy like Steph, you know, Steph Curry last year, he, the, the, the ratings and, you know, the, the, the fanfare that tournament got was unbelievable, and he shot 76-76, I believe, so he held his own, so it, hopefully we'll see him again sometime soon. Uh, when we come back after the break, we're going to actually look around at the leaderboards across the uh, the golf world, um, including that web.com tour, because yep. we got some Canadian content Do we ever. up in there. Yeah. And it's been a good season so far for the Canadians on that mm. on that tour so far. Uh, some some good stuff. And we're going to bring in the uh, the boss producer for yes. TSN Golf, Jamie Riddle, is going to join us, and we're going to ask legend. we're going to ask Bump, as he's known in the Bump and Run podcast, uh, what. Olympic sport he would probably be best suited for. I can't wait for this. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That and a lot more when we come back on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by Moto Caddy and Stewart Golf Dream Machines, the Canadian market leader in electric walking golf trolleys. Sold in over 30 countries around the world, they offer the widest selection of golf trolleys for players of all ages, abilities, and budgets. For more information, visit jpsmgolf.com. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of Golf Talk Canada is brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Zacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Bob Weeks, Adam Scully here in studio. Mark Zacchino will join us uh, just a little bit later in the program while he's still sleeping, getting his beauty sleep. He's probably working out. Maybe. He needs a He could be. Lifting. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's lifting the microphone. Actually, you know, he's got to work out. That's a that's a that's, that's a, big, a heavy thing. Yeah, yeah to walk around and, and some of those courses are pretty tough. So yeah. you do have to be fit for that. And mm-hmm. all joking aside, we're going to hear from uh, 
TSN golf producer Jamie Rydell in just a minute when he joins our show. But first, uh, let's take a little run around the leaderboards. Let's do it. Let's start with on the PGA Tour with the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro. We've, discuss, we've been discussing it throughout the show. Dustin Johnson, Bo Hosler, your leaders at 12 under under par. Phil Mickelson at 9. John Rahm as well. Jason Day, we got a stacked leaderboard uh, for sure. Let's move to the amateur side of things as well. Uh, Kevin Streelman and Larry Fitzgerald, the uh, NFLer, are leading. Have, they have a six-shot lead, which is uh, pretty impressive. That's Mike And Mike Weir, T14 with his amateur partner. They're, uh, George Roberts. George Roberts. the R of KKR. For those in the business world, that's the uh, big takeover company. And uh, George uh-huh. has a, uh, a big house at Pebble. Oh, I he does imagine. okay, George. So, so Weir Z and, and George will have to rally a bit to their 11 shots off the pace, but it looks like they might make the cut. So. Yeah, he, uh, Weir Z shot a nice 67 yesterday. Good on him. Opening round. Good on Mike. Coming back. All right, over in Europe, uh, they're actually playing down under in Australia, and it's the uh, the ISP Handa World Super Six. This is mm. that cool format where yep. they go into these six-hole matches now. Yep. And they've gotten into the match play portion. Um, we have Stephen Leaney. There's there's obviously a, a bunch of guys here who are playing, but um, some of the names you might remember: Kyrgyz Apibarnrat ah, yes. is there. Um, it's not the A-list guys who are still left um, and who've been down there, but it's a cool format, and I like the way they're doing it, so we'll keep our eye on that one. Champions Tour, Mark Kalkovecchia. Uh, interesting thing, Mark Kalkovecchia. What clubs would you say Mark Kalkovecchia played? If you... Do you know the association he's had with one club company? Uh, I think I do. I, it, it, he's just ping. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. He's had ping forever, and he's changed finally. I, th- I can't think of a, a time when Mark Kalkovecki didn't play ping, but he's uh, right. he and ping are parted ways, wow. all in barely good terms. Oh. Anyway, uh, he's a lead at 8 under par. Rocco Mediate, Jeff Maggart are at 7 under. Right. Uh, top Canadian is Rod Spittle, who is down the ways a little bit at uh, tides for 64th after 2 over 74. And our buddy Stephen Ames, who is playing his first <laughs> tournament after taking a little break because he got married. Ah. Uh. Wow. And uh, had a little honeymoon and uh, got DQ'd because he signed for an incorrect scorecard. So I texted Oops. him last night just to find out exactly what had happened because I saw this DQ and he said, yeah, sign an incorrect scorecard. I guess I'm actually still on holiday. So, <laughs> it doesn't work that well. I told him when he shot 73, but he signed for 54. Oh, uh, well, you know, he tried. Well. He tried yeah. his best. Yeah, 18 <laughs> under par, I, I swear. Uh, on the web, uh, Club Columbia Championship. Ben Taylor, your leader at 9 under. Some Canadian content. Roger Sloan at 7 under. Uh, Albin Choi, a bit of a slip on Friday but he is still in the mix. He is at one under par. All right. Uh, joined now by TSN golf producer uh, Jamie Rydell, also known as Bump from the Bump and Run podcast. Wow. Uh, how are you, Mr. Bump? Hello, Bump. What is happening, fellas? Sloan <laughs> Ranger making an appearance on the leaderboard. Sloan Ranger has played well. He had a Sloan good uh, top 10 finish last wow. week, and uh, he likes he likes it down uh, in South America. Uh, playing <laughs> you guys really think Mark's working out right now? Yes. I don't. Yes. I think he really? is actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. I think he's doing. I can see him doing bicep curls, squats in his in his uh, underwear <laughs> in his bedroom. He's probably just squats. <laughs> one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. No weights, you know. He just like body weight squats. <laughs> uh, so bump. The Olympics are on. Yeah, I've what been do you watching. Think? I know you. Uh, one of your other duties is to cover figure skating, so I know you're right. tied in with uh, with that. We got a lot. You were giving me the big explanation of how this new team mm. figure skating things work, and I, I've kind of I kind of nodded off about halfway through your explanation. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, it's an intro. It's a process to understand the team event, but but uh, it was nice to see some uh, some of the golfers, uh, South Korean golfers, make an appearance at the opening mm-hmm. ceremonies. Inby Park and Sari Pak, who are legends over there, they're mm-hmm. rock stars and. Uh, I'm sure KJ Choi would have been doing something there yeah. if he was if he was available. Um, but if I was to ask you what sport you would play, what Olympic discipline you think you would take um, take on, Dominate. What, what would it be? 
Can I do women's hockey? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. wow. I can't do women's hockey? Because wow. you're going to get a gold or a silver every time. That's true, too. True. Right? So, But if I can't do women's hockey, then I would short track speed skating, and I love short track. I love watching short track speed skating. And <laughs> just because the, there could be carnage around every corner. And I, <laughs> I worked a little bit of short track in Vancouver. Because it's at the it was at yep. the same venue mm-hmm. as the figure skating, mm-hmm. and uh, it is fun to watch live. Like they're going fast, and there's guys flying every guys and girls flying everywhere. I'm uh, st- there's body checking. It's, it's, <laughs> it's fun. If you I'm watch it today, more- like there was carnage every every heat today this morning. Um, and the Korean relay team fell and still finished first. But uh, that's wow. impressive. It's um, it's a fun little sport. I, I kind of got into it in 2010, but. There was that, the the Olympics back in uh, I think it was the one before that. Mm-hmm. It was the final of five, and three of the guys got or all four got taken out. Mm-hmm. And there was an Australian guy who was in his first final, <laughs> and he was fifty meters behind everybody. Wow! And Holy. all four of the other leaders, the, the lead pack, got taken out, and he just cruised around and put his arms in the air, and he won gold because <laughs> he was wow. out, he was out of the car. Last man was, standing. <laughs> Yeah, he was basically last man saying it was hilarious because he had no chance, zero chance. Um, how about you, Skull? Well, I mean, I, I used to curl, so I'm sort of cheating in that. So uh, I don't know. Curling's it, like curling's like women's hockey, though. I mean, if you, it's not a sure thing, but you'd probably get a medal if you're a good Canadian curler. I'd really like to try mixed doubles. Yeah, it's cool. And and I I will be trying for the 2022 games. I will say. <laughs> Are you now? Now I must say, if if the Golf Talk Canada team had a relay team in the speed skating, uh, what would the order of said team be? Well, you know, for short in short track, yeah, you kind of just go around and around and around, and you and uh, just kind of tag off by pushing the guy. I don't know if you've ever watched the oh, yeah. short track oh, yeah. relay. Yeah. So. The order doesn't necessarily matter, I don't think, unless you want to time it for who's at the end, your best person at the end. So, so I can't skate anymore. I got a bad knee. So excuses, come on. I'm gonna I'm gonna excuse myself <laughs> from being last. All right, I think you got to go, Scully. You're the youngest. You know, he's I, the I, biggest too. I, I think I, I've got a long the, stride. He goes he goes in front. And we just kind of tag him behind. <laughs> I think that might be the best way to, to do. It. He can block for us, like roller derby. Exactly. <laughs> High elbows and everything. Yeah. So um, there I, are there are those elbows. Like people get in there, they're throwing elbows, and guys try and make crazy passes and take out three guys. Like there I, were nine guys in the fifteen hundred meter final. There's only supposed to be like six, I think, because of disqualifications. That's awesome. Oh boy. Yeah. I'll it's fun. It's fun to watch. Uh, all right, we were just talking off air about how uh, Golf Talk Canada television is coming up very yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. And with the return right. of that, by the way, we have the uh, 20 weeks of TaylorMade. Uh, yes. So so people are going to uh, have a good chance to win lots of TaylorMade. It's back. They've got lots of great stuff with the twist face uh, drivers that are doing so well. That's gonna, the high toe win win Nobody's too. winning. Nobody's winning with that thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> no. tour, it's amazing. It's dominating the tour. It's dominating awesome. Tour. We've, we're giving a one away on a Bump and Run podcast, by the way, as we well. Are. But lots of stuff being given away yeah. for, for that. And, and my segue in this is that Golf Talk Canada television is coming back, which means the Masters is only around the corner. I mean, we're just mm-hmm. we're going to start uh, Golf Talk Canada a couple weeks before the Masters. If you were to put some money down right now on someone to win the green jacket, who would it be, Mr. Bump? Uh, I hate to pick the front runner, but the front runner looks really good. So I put my money on DJ. I just say, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate what happened to him last year because it would have been fun to see. Mm-hmm. It would have been fun to see how he would have done had he not slipped and fallen and his 
rental house, which I hope he rents a bungalow this year. Stays on one level. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be pretty good. But it's pretty. I, you know, it's hard to pick against DJ, isn't it? I think it's hard to pick against. Absolutely. Him. Yeah, he's dominating right now. Yeah, I think. It, I think it's you're, good. Like, good. I, I like that Jason Day's playing well, mm-hmm. and I like that Rory's showing some form aside from his putts yesterday. <laughs> Same uh, thing with Spieth, right? His putting's been a little lacking. Yes, but you know, Jordan. Once Jordan figures it out, and John Rahm's playing so well. Yeah. And, um, it's nice to see some top guys playing well going into the Masters like usual. Um, but it's really hard to pick against DJ. If he's clicking all the way around, he's on fire. You know, with his driver, he could just, you know, he could just take that place apart mm-hmm. if he wanted to. It'll be interesting to see. All right. Uh, the Masters is coming up. Of course, we have full coverage here on TSN. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll have some, some lead-up with Golf Talk Canada radio and television. <laughs> Bump, you are in charge of doing everything to put that together for us. So uh, okay. good luck with I'm, that. And I'm going to start working right now. <laughs> and th- thanks for joining us uh, right. this morning. We'll talk to you, I'm sure, very soon. And right. uh, we are going to uh, say Bob. goodbye to our national audience. And uh, we hope you've thanks, enjoyed guys. the show. When we come back after this, though, we'll wake up Mark Sacchino down in Pebble Beach and uh, and hear from him. That coming up on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC presented by Acura was brought to you by WeatherTech Canada, Canada's leader in automotive accessories, including DigiFit Floor Liner, the most advanced concept in floor protection today. Visit weathertech.ca. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca. We'll be right back with more GTC. This is Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura. This segment of GTC is brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada, the bonus 30. Bob Weeks here along with Adam Scully, producer extraordinaire who's sitting in. Uh, We're going to get to Mark Sacchino in just a few minutes, but uh, before we do that, uh, the Toronto Golf and Travel Show is coming, coming up. up very soon, two weeks, uh, I think mm-hmm. February, a couple weeks, mm-hmm. February 23rd, I believe. 25th, yeah. 25th, yeah. Yep. Out uh, by the airport mm-hmm. at the convention center there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always a good time, always a good opportunity to go and see what's new and yeah. talk to some people. And one of the uh, exhibitors there is uh, an old friend, Rick Janes, who used to be the uh, commissioner of uh, when it was called the Canadian Tour. Mm-hmm. He's now uh, helping the Niagara Parks golf and looking after some operations down there. Niagara has some fabulous golf mm-hmm. down there. Good and uh, Mark Sacchino had a chance to catch up with Rick and talk about that and the upcoming Toronto Golf Show. If you are a golfer anywhere in the Southern Ontario region, you are excited about the Toronto Star Golf and Travel Show, February the 23rd to 25th. It's at the International Centre in Mississauga. Lots of great ideas, lots of great things to go see, check out, and get set for the season. And one of those things, as far as I'm concerned, someone who's grown up in Southern Ontario his entire life, is always a trip down to Niagara region. Now, uh, yours truly likes to do that early in the year because when you're talking about 12 degrees and you can take a little trip a little further southwest and find 16 degrees, that's a big four degrees as far as I'm concerned. So I like to hit Niagara early. It's great throughout the year, and our next guest is on top of it with the Niagara Parks 
commission, and they can they run and operate three outstanding golf courses. Rick James with us now. Rick, thank you for taking the time, first of all, to do this with me on Golf Talk Canada. And let's start there. Is there a lot of golfers that like to jump down there early, or they've kind of been trained to think that way? Hey, I'm a Toronto guy, or I'm a Durham guy, or and I'd like to start my season maybe a few weeks early, and I know Niagara's going to be like, I don't want to call it a maybe ahead, but maybe even a month ahead of Toronto golf. Is that accurate? It, it, it is It is pretty much, Mark. Um, you know, we do get a lot of traffic early in the spring, and the spring rates here are, are very attractive. At the Niagara Parks courses, they start at $55 with a cart, so that that's pretty attractive. And you're absolutely right. It's typically a few degrees warmer here, and we do get off to an early start. And our courses have opened as early as the middle of March, which is still a little chilly, but um, very playable. Now, you have three great golf courses under the umbrella. You have the Battlefield, Usher's Creek, and then you have my favorite of the three, which is the Whirlpool, which is an old Stanley Thompson golf course. Now, there are three amazing properties. The practice facility at uh, the Legends Complex is, is, is just, as far as I'm concerned, off the charts. Uh, but I love that old Stanley Thompson. It's got a soft spot for me. Um, tell us a little bit about the golf courses and as well as the offering at the Toronto Golf Show. Well, I mean, Whirlpool, of course, you know, I remember playing it when I was a young young man with my father. Uh, as, as do so many of the visitors that come down here. They always remember Whirlpool. And it was uh, it was actually Stanley Thompson's last design um before he died in 1953 so it's a classic parkland golf course you you know it it's uh, got great hole variety it's got birdie opportunities and it's one of those golf courses that just seems to go by all too fast it's uh, it really is a testament to uh, to thompson's thompson's best work it opened in 1951 and it's always surprising to me because it's my favorite course to play um after 65 years the golf course still measures over 7,000 yards from the tips, so it's it's a good test of golf. It's uh, it's it's not old style golf. It's it's got modern elements too. It's a it's a wonderful place to play. The um, the success of of Whirlpool over the years was what prompted the Niagara Parks Commission to uh, to expand their golf offerings, and and they did so in a way that was intended to protect a, an important battlefield from the War of 1812. Um, in 1995, a developer came along and wanted to build houses on this battlefield, and Niagara Park stepped in, and, uh, and they bought the property, and they started acquiring other land around it until they had about a 1,000 acres. So at that point in time, they had the land to create another golf course, and uh, they called for tenders, and uh, surprisingly, uh, Doug Carrick and Tom McBroom, who are arguably the, the two best contemporary architects and certainly the most respected in the country, they stepped in with a joint proposal. And uh, Ledges on the Niagara, uh, they both uh, created an 18-hole golf course and uh, each, and uh, they collaborated, the only collaboration of its kind, to create the nine-hole Chippewa course and, as you alluded to, the practice facility, which is really quite superb. It covers 45 acres. Its T-ducks are around 36, uh, 36 degrees. Uh, there's a full short game area. It's really a superb place to work on your game and practice. McBroom's course, Usher's Creek, um, which is carved out of the forest and has its namesake creek running throughout it, is probably, uh, in my opinion, it's probably the tougher of the two tests. Uh, it's narrow fairways, forced landings, small greens, 
whereas Carrick's Battlefield Course, which hosted the Canadian Women's Open in 2004, is probably the one with more generous landing areas, well bunkered, uh, but larger greens and closely mown runoff areas. They're both tough tests from the back. They're over 7,200 yards, but day in and day out, it's hard to decide which one to play. Uh, for those who come down here on the weekends, you know, they can play all three over the course of the weekends. Um, and uh, everything is within 10 minutes of the falls and 10 minutes of the major hotel district. Uh, our stay-and-play packages start at $127, which includes two rounds of golf and a hotel room. I don't know how that's done, but uh, it is a pretty pretty amazing price point. It, it's a wonderful place to uh, to start the season, to end the season, and frankly, it's just a great road trip because it's you know such an easy drive from Toronto and such a beautiful place. Yeah, I love the golf courses. The price you can't be beat. I don't know how you're doing it for that price. And I love the fact that there's stuff to do after golf. You know, you've got the casino, you've got some great restaurants, you've got some activity. I think it's a no-brainer if anybody's trying to either start or jumpstart their golf season early or just find a weekend in the summer. It's awesome. Uh, Now, as far as the Toronto Golf and Travel Show goes, what's the offering if someone wants to come and see you? at your booth at the Toronto Golf Show. Our, our main offer at the Toronto Golf Show is uh, two rounds of golf with a cart for $120. And, you know, that's probably uh, as good as it gets. So you can play any time, any of our golf courses to that price point, uh, any time throughout the 28th season. So uh, $120 for two rounds of golf with a cart is, is pretty good value for, you know, for any golf destination in Ontario. That is incredible. $120, two rounds of golf in a cart. You've got stay-and-play packages and partnering hotels and multiple choices for accommodations. Three great golf courses. If you want to check out more information, it's niagaraparks.com. Again, niagaraparks.com. And go see them at the Toronto Golf Show. That is February 23rd to 25th at the International Centre in Mississauga. Rick, thank you so much. And I'm sure I will see you at some point throughout the summer, spring, etc. i got to make my way down there for sure. Always love my trip to Niagara. And we'll look forward to having you, Mark. Thank you. There is uh, Mark Sakino with Rick James. Rick James lying at the end saying he would be happy to see Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, of course. Mark uh, is going to join us after Aww. the break when we uh, when we talk a little bit about Pebble Beach to wrap things up. It's early out there, obviously, so we left him till the end. But we want to send somebody to go to the uh, Toronto Golf and Travel Show, the Toronto Star Toronto Golf and Travel Show. So here's our contest. Uh, you can respond via Twitter to my Twitter account. That's at Bob Weeks TSN, at Bob Weeks TSN, to win two tickets to the Toronto Golf and Travel Show. We want to know how many times has Phil Mickelson won the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro Am. We mentioned this earlier in the show. Just send us your answer to at Bob Weeks TSN, and we'll pick someone to win a couple of ducats to go and see the Toronto Golf and Travel Show. When we come back. He makes his return to the show, uh, and of course, we'll welcome him to hear all about his fun and games out at Pebble Beach. We'll hear from Mark Zucchino when Golf Talk Canada returns. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by Play Golf Myrtle Beach. No destination in the world can match Myrtle Beach's volume of golf, quality, and value. Come discover why Myrtle Beach is the golf capital of the world. To plan your next golf holiday, visit PlayGolfMyrtleBeach.com.
This segment of Golf Talk Canada, presented by Acura, is brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Now, here are your hosts, Mark Sacchino and Bob Weeks. Welcome back to Golf Talk Canada. Bob Weeks in studio with producer Adam Scully. And we are now joined online all the way in the West Coast where it's probably still dark. <laughs> the Monterey, beautiful Monterey Peninsula. Once the sun comes up, you'll be able to see how beautiful it is. Hello, Mark Zacchino. Good morning, boys. Yeah, it's... Uh, are you yawning? It's are you yawn- right Wait a minute. Are you yawning? <laughs> I am not yawning. I'm, I'm trying to get going here. <laughs> I woke up like six minutes ago. I swear to God, I was like... I gotta go on the air. I gotta wake up. <laughs> that sounded like a yawn to me. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not convinced. I think. Uh, I think it's one of those deals where they, you know, you know, you're going to be on air, so you wake up and you have to make your voice like you're not talking to yep. anybody, but you got to get your voice going, right? So yep. do you. Do you Ow, now, oh, brown cow. That's the word. We um we that actually we, we actually uh, had had kind of guessed that you might have been up a little bit earlier doing some workout stuff. That's what uh, we had bump yep. on a few minutes ago, and he said. Producer Jamie Riddle, he said you were probably uh, probably doing some lifting in the room, or maybe doing some body weight squats or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> highly unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I stumbled into the lobby and stumbled into the coffee, and, and went, "Okay, time t- waiting for the call." So, <laughs> oh, um, good stuff. It's been a, it's a good week down here, as you guys have probably seen. The weather oh, just been spectacular, unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it's unbelievable, but. Uh, We've had some long broadcast days, and it's been it's been very challenging because uh, you know we're working three properties, right. and we only really have you know uh, coverage in terms of broadcast radio frequency on one property. Mm. So when you're on the other go- golf courses, you're you know basically using a string and a and a paper cup <laughs> to, to do your uh, <laughs> to do your work this week. So. That's kind of that's kind of what we're doing here this morning. Um, <laughs> So, so tell me, what have you observed so far from that leaderboard? It's an interesting leaderboard because you got uh, obviously number one player in the world, as I as I call them, and you can use this on the air if you want, Mark. Team one hundred, you got uh, number one in the world and number ninety nine, so that adds up to a hundred. <laughs> and Ooh, and I like team one hundred. Yeah, and you you use that, okay? Don't have to give me credit. And okay. Bo, and rookie Bo All Hostler right. and rookie Bo Hostler. I mean, those two are at the top. Uh, and then you got Phil, and you got like a guy like Julian Surrey, who most people don't know anything about. You got John Rahm in there. I mean, I this is one of the most interesting leaderboards of the year so far for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's great. And now, you know, with the exception of Rahm and Hosler, you know, we're going to have DJ, and we're going to have Phil, and we're going to have J Day, and they're going to play Pebble back to back because they have yet to get to Pebble Beach. So, that, mm-hmm. so they've got thirty six of those holes in front of them, which is kind of cool. Um, you know, DJ. How do you bet against this guy anywhere right now? Uh, he's just he just hit so many greens in regulation. He's like one of the best drivers of golf ball in the world, if not the best. I would put him as number one now, mm-hmm. probably with Rory as one B. But then DJ also might be the best wedge player in the world right now and putting it great. And it's just hard to go against him. It's nice to see Phil get some mojo and and continue some momentum from last week. Um, Hostler, I followed him for a few holes on Thursday. He's playing well, so I think this is still wide open. Uh, the, the thing I saw the most, I guess the most shocking thing I witnessed all week, guys, to be bluntly honest with you, is, you know, I, I walked with Phil all day yesterday, called mm-hmm. his entire round from Monterey Peninsula Country Club, which also means I called Rory for 18 holes as well. <laughs> and I have never seen anybody split the fairway 320, 330 down the middle all day. 
get cowering, gorgeous iron shots all day, and then basically put on a blindfold when he got to the green. Like, I mean, it was horrific. You, you would have had a better chance dragging a 12 handicap off the street and getting them to putt for Rory yesterday. You would have been seven shots better. That uh, that putting exp- that that five putt that he had there, I, I thought he, maybe he was trying out for one of the Olympic hockey teams and doing some stick handling. I mean, that was just <laughs> horrific. And and in front of his father, I mean, his poor father was closing his eyes. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, and Jerry's having a good time out here. He, you know, he can, it's funny. He can play. He's a good good player. And, five uh, handicap. Yep. Uh, I, I got to tell you, if Jerry was putting for Rory. <laughs> I think Rory would be on the, you know, somewhere in the T5 position, certainly T11, if, they, if, if his dad was putting for him. It was, you know, and it wasn't just the five putt. The five putt's obviously the one that, you know, leaps out at you as just shocking. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, he also three putt from 10 feet a couple yep. holes after that. Mm-hmm. So, it, just, it, was, it wasn't close at all, all day. Like, it never got close to looking like he was remotely uh, comfortable with his putter. Like, it never looked like it at all. And meanwhile, you know, he's playing alongside of Phil, who's bogey-free, uh, doing everything well, mm-hmm. uh, with the exception of an eight-footer that he missed for birdie on the 18th hole, which was his ninth of the day. You know, Phil made everything he kind of was supposed to, and the ones he missed had a chance to go in. Uh, it was it was two very different days for those two guys. Yeah, and, and Mark, obviously, you know, speaking of Phil, uh, you talked to him after the round, and he seems very optimistic about his game, and it seems like his game is on the rise. Do you think that's the case as well? Yeah, I think uh, I think that Phil knows that he has found some momentum, mm-hmm. and, you know, he spoke a lot about, so far this season, about feeling healthy and you know, getting speed back in his driver and never being more prepared. Even though he took a lot of time off, he feels prepared for this season, uh, and I think we saw some of that last week, and I think it's carried over. So I'm not surprised. And, and On our preview on Wednesday for PJ Tour Radio, I said, listen, no one's going to bet against DJ, but I have a feeling that Mickelson is finally going to be in the mix uh, down the stretch on a Sunday. Uh, not that he wasn't last week, but he was a little too far back to really make any presence felt last week. But I think this week, it might be that week. And we all know how much he loves Pebble Beach as well and how well he's done here over the years. So that's certainly part of it. But again, it, it, it's all really going to come. The only one, in my opinion, guys, that can get in the way of DJ is DJ. So uh, if he continues to just ho-hum it with the driver and, and doesn't get in his own way, He's going to be tough to beat over the next 36 holes. You know, someone's got to beat him straight up. I don't see it right now. Uh, did you did you get a chance to see Gretz swing the club? Yeah, well, I had an opportunity to speak with him. We, we did hear it. I didn't know if you'd, I didn't know if you'd actually watched him as well as talked to him. But uh... oh yeah, no, uh, followed DJ for about four or five holes near the end of our coverage yesterday, and uh, he's got some nice hands, uh, uh, Bob. I, I could I, he had some great wet shots. I didn't realize he had the, the soft hands. Silky mitts. Mm-hmm. Sil- silky mitts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, I saw him hit it. Uh, I saw a lot of celebrity. I saw some bad celebrity golf yesterday, but I saw some, <laughs> some shots as well. But uh, I got to tell you, it's weird because you guys will love this. Uh, so, you know, you always kind of stand and you get in a habit of standing in the same spots when you're calling this stuff because mm-hmm. you're just kind of expecting where these guys are going to hit it. You can throw that out the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need a hard hat out there. I've almost been pegged like four times already. <laughs> oh. 
Well, uh, keep your keep your eyes up and uh, your stick on the ice, and uh, have a wonderful day out there today. Who you who you following? I think I'm going to be with Rom and Mickelson, but I'm not 100 percent sure yet. So we're going to get our assignments in about 30 minutes. Beautiful. All right. Well, we'll let you get back to uh, doing your body weight squats in the room there, <laughs> and uh, and we will uh, we will we'll see you next week. Right? Are you back here next week? I can't remember yeah. your schedule. Yeah, You're yeah, all yeah. over the world. I'll, I'll do it, guys. Next. All right. Fantastic. We will, uh, we'll all look right. forward to seeing you there. Have a great day out at Pebble Beach, and uh, enjoy the sunshine. Thanks, Mark. Thanks, guys. All right. Uh, well, that does it for another edition yes. of Golf Talk Canada. We are going to give away a couple of passes here, and uh, I'm going to give it to Tony McLaughlin. Tony. Tony uh, knew that Phil Mickelson has won the Pebble Beach Pro-Am four times. There you go. I think we'll have another chance uh, next week, so yes. if you didn't win today, yep. you can you can check again one more time next yep. week, and we'll give away a couple more passes. It has been a wonderful show. Enjoy. Uh, are you going to, you're going to go get gym, go to the gym and get fit? Try to get get, get my swole on. We'll see yeah. how that goes. Yeah. Right. I, I'm getting ready for golf season, as we all are. Of course. We all are. It's yes. not that far away, yeah. although it doesn't look like it when you look out the window no. out oh there today. Oh Stay warm, God. stay loose, enjoy the golf, and we will talk to you next week right here on Golf Talk Canada. This segment of GTC, presented by Acura, was brought to you by the Muskoka Bay Club. Live, stay, and play at our award-winning championship golf course. Visit MuskokaBayResort.com today. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Golf Talk Canada. For blogs, show archives, video highlights, and TV schedule, visit us online at golftalkcanada.ca.